Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning in verse 15. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is, who is the head that is Christ. From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Well, what I want to talk about today is some of the parts that does work in our fellowship. And so some of this may be, you may know all of this, some of this may surprise you, which is okay. Um, but we, we really just want to make sure that we are aware of kind of how our fellowship is functioning and how we're attempting to function. All right, so there is a group of people on the leadership team. The leadership team is comprised of Lenny, um, the Owens, the Fowler Juniors, the Maelis, and the LaFrancis. Now, funny enough, I was talking to some of the campus guys, some, some of the faces are not recognized. You would think so, I, I thought everyone knew some of these faces, but... Um, turn the microphone off. I'm turning it off. Let's go, man, you did it. Tim is here, man. You're good. I'm not here. I'm not here. Okay, you're not here. All right. So, if I could have Lenny stand. Lenny, just so we know what you look like. That's Lenny. All right. Bob and Barb. Okay, okay. Now, Jesse Fowler is missing, but he's usually the guy who sings on Sunday. So the, 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 the singer, Lyanne, if I could have you stand. Okay, so there's AJ, he's not here, but he's married to Lindsay. And then you have Julian, that's my wife. And I'm Steve. All right, I, I'm on, I, I speak on Sunday sometimes. Sometimes. So that's the leadership team. And what, what is our goal? Well, before I even talk about what our goal is, I really want all of us to understand that you can talk to any one of these guys, and if there is a concern in the fellowship, we could bring it up to the leadership team and we could talk about it. So I know um, I've really tried hard to make myself available to sit down and talk to people, but sometimes, you know, if you try to get with me, you have to wait about two weeks. I'm just doing different things. I'm doing a lot of things. But you can get with any one of these guys and girls, and we'll bring it up at the leadership team. We, we do a really great job of communicating with one another. So if you're feeling like, man, I hate Steve, he's super arrogant, makes me want to throw up, and I can't wait to tell him when I see him, tell that to Lenny. <laughs> and then Lenny's going to clean up your language and say people are having challenges with your personality. <laughs> or you're feeling like, you know, service, I don't know what the direction is, et cetera, et cetera, and you're like, I want to connect with Jules and tell her I, I, what are the women doing. You can talk to Barb. You could talk to Lyanne. You could talk to Lindsay. You can still talk to us, too. We welcome that, and we invite that. And even, even bigger than the leadership team, if you do have a challenge with me, I think you could talk to anyone on the leadership team. I welcome that. If you feel like you can't talk to anyone on the leadership team, you can text me personally and say, Steve, I have issues with you, but I don't know if you're humble enough to hear it. I will give you Richard Hisloff's number, and you could talk to him. You have Glenn Prichuzzi's <laughs> number, you could talk to him. Seriously. And you don't even need my permission to go talk to them. 
You can go talk to them and initiate conversation. I'm filling stuff with Steve. I don't know if he's willing to listen. And the same thing um, with the leadership team. You could talk to any one of them and initiate that. You have my full permission just to initiate that. So I won't be upset if I found out, oh man, you, you talked to them before talking to me. I get it, I have a beard, I could be intimidating. <laughs> um, but our, our role as the leadership team is to serve, serve this community missionally, pastorally, and operationally. And what do I mean by missional? That we really wanna set the church up for growth and um, impact in the community through service. You know, but I, I do wanna be clear, the leadership team's job is not to do the work of the ministry. Every faithful disciple's job is to do the work of the ministry. But we want to organize and set up the community of believers to do that work. And that's what we're trying to do in um, the leadership team. Again, we want the pastoral component of it to support the overall health of the church through input, advice, workshops, et cetera, whenever those things come around. And then logistics, our favorite thing, like someone got to decide where we're going to meet. And that comes up. Um, and we got to make sure we have toilet paper where we meet. And so it's all good stuff in the Lord, and we partner with the board on that. So we meet twice a month on Sundays, most of the time. Sometimes we meet once a month, 8 to 9.30, and we have an agenda. We talk about the agenda. Sometimes we don't finish the agenda, but that's like any good team, right? And we've been reading three books, Tove, Gospel Allegiance, and Faithful Presence. We have not landed on any decision in terms of transforming or shifting the culture of the church yet, but we're trying to kind of um, work together on this and then present it to the community group leaders and then eventually to the church if we land and feel great about where the spirit is taking us with this. But nothing has been decided yet because we're still kind of finding our groove. Lena, you don't like that last point, no? <laughs> or that, it, that's what happens when you're an adult, Lena. You find your groove. Um, and minutes are available upon request. So if you've ever felt like, I just want to know what happened in that last meeting, we're going to start taking minutes so someone, so we could just, hey, I know you guys meet every, every twice a month Sunday. What was the last two meetings about? We will give you those minutes. You can ask personally anyone on the leadership team, and they'll just tell you whatever it is what was spoken about. We are really not trying to... Um, not be transparent about anything. We want to be very open about what it is we're trying to do to glorify God. And so we'll give you those minutes. And you can even get a minute of our time and talk to us, which is fired up. Come on. Any questions about anything I've said so far? Anything that you may need clarity? Is there a reason you picked those three books? Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, these are books that uh, I, as I thought about taking the position here in Portland and um, serving here, I felt like my time in our fellowship of churches, I, these three books really helped. Yeah. Well, I'm like, okay, there was a lot of good things. I learned a lot of great things, but there's some things I wanted to make sure we refine and we could be on the same language and, and, and same communication about. And so that's why I chose these three books. Cool. So it's something I thought about when we were taking um, the interview. Any other questions? Going once. Going twice. Oh, sold. Sold. All right. How did we decide the calendar? You know, it's interesting because at, at varying points, I make a ton of announcements. We make a ton of announcements. Jen does a great job of sending emails every week announcing stuff. 
And so it's it, it, it's very simple to um, forget what we did and how we did it. So in late fall, I announced to the church we're planning the calendar. And there were a couple of people who volunteered and a couple of people I asked to join me in this planning meeting. And that's how we came up with the calendar for 2022. So that was not necessarily leadership oversight on that one. Talk to the leadership team. They said, yeah, let the church decide what we want to do for the calendar. And that's how it kind of came about. Any questions there? All right, that sounds good. Now, I, I generally kind of set the preaching schedule for um, midweeks and Sundays. I don't set the preaching schedule for the women's midweek for obvious reasons. Um, Julian does. So that's I usually, but I'm always open to input, but I do want to throw this caveat. Open to input does not mean I'm going to do what you ask. It's really important. I know sometimes, especially in, our, in, in, in this current age, sometimes being listened to means doing what someone says. That's actually not being listened to. Being listened to means I hear you, I understood your point, and I'm going to assess that information wisely and prayerfully. But I am open to input in terms of what we've been talking about on Sunday. Seriously, if you sit back and say, Steve, I think in this next season, we need to talk about lamentation. We could set up a time, we could talk, and we could figure out if lament is what we need to talk about. And, and, and maybe the Holy Spirit will reveal something to you that the rest of us need to hear. Um, any questions about that? All right. Community group leaders. Did you know we had community group leaders? I like to call them community group hosts, but we've just been changing verbiage, so I'm keeping leader for now. But really, the leaders are hosts. They're hosts in space. But, but um, just the verbiage, I don't want to change all the verbiage. Now, I know in fellowship, when I'm talking to some of you guys, yeah, my family group, and I know it's going to take a little while. <laughs> Next person who says family group to me, I'm going to like, uh, what's, the, what's the thing that they put on the, the cow? Like, I'm a brand new man, community group. <laughs> Not joking. I would never do that, ever. I don't even take offense when you say um, commu- I mean family group at all. I take zero offense. But... Um, yeah, so these are the community group leaders. It's Ken and Lyanne. They're one group. You got Jules and I. We lead another group. We got Lincoln and Irene. They lead another group. We have AJ and Lindsay. They lead another group. And then we have Sebastian and Yahira. The community groups are, they vary to the degree to which they meet and how often they meet and what they're talking about. And that's intentional. We want there to be some flexibility and, and fluidity in what works for the, each community group. So that's why I don't have a schedule laid out here for what they do, because every group is a little bit different. Every group is a little bit, has its own unique dynamic flair. As a community group, we meet, and I, and I usually um, lead these meetings twice a month, every second and third Tuesday. And the every second Tuesday meeting is open to anyone in our fellowship who wants to join. So if you say, man, I want to know what's going on over there, ask your community group leader, hey, can you send me that link? And you join us. The third meeting is more just for a, a time of encouragement, getting input on how we could best serve our community groups. So the reason that's not wide open is we, I try to keep us to an hour, guys, because it's Tuesday and I want to sleep. We all want to sleep but we also want to glorify God more than we want to sleep. 
But if everyone shows up for that, it's gonna be longer than an hour. And then my screen is gonna go black, and then you're gonna be like, where's Steve? Um, we have a group chat that exists, and that we usually announce, um, make announcements, feedback, encouragement, et cetera. Any questions concerning this? Do you mean via Zoom? Yes. Okay. Come on, Heather, let's go. All right, now that we got Zoom figured out. Campus ministry. All right, so we have Connor and Kendra heading that up. They're doing a great job. And I have oversight over that group. So if Connor and Kendra are like, they're doing like wickedness. <laughs> if they're wicked, and you're like, who on earth? You could call me. You could call me. You could bring them before the Lord in prayer first. And then you can call me. I have oversight of that group. We meet every Friday at 10 a.m. for a time of training and encouragement. They do weekly um, Friday night devotionals and uh, Thursday night Bible discussions. We, they call them real talk because the talk is real. Uh, and they meet on UNE's campus. And then at the end, you know, when every one of us has that fourth Wednesday off, they go over to the Fathers to go get some more wisdom. Fred and Ellen. They get more wisdom and encouragement. And that was their own initiative. I'm like, you sure you want to use that Wednesday that way? They said, absolutely. All right, the board, Wade, can you take it from here and kind of explain to us what the board is about? <laughs> Lena, you could come too. Okay, Lena. Let's go, Lena. She's about to pick her nose in front of everybody. Love it. Come on. You know, this upcoming board meeting. But no, I'm, I'm waiting for those of, those, those of you who have not met me. I am currently the president of the board of the Casper Church of Christ. And here are the folks that are on the team here. We've got Lenny, as you've seen some of the folks that stood up already. So we have Lenny, AJ Maielli, Lourdes. Where's Lourdes? There she is. Lourdes. Five star. And we've got Barb, Barb Owens, Ignatius, and the third. Sherry. Sherry, who is, is Sherry here? No. 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 Okay. Sherry's not here. But yeah, we have an amazing group of servants in this board. Um, and just to give you guys a high-level overview, the function of the board is really to be a resource to the leadership team. Um, we help to, yeah, be a resource if there's a request for something or if there's uh, something that the leadership team or Steve is considering doing. We as the board can kind of take a look at that and figure out, okay, like what, what might be some of the impacts here and how can we make sure we do this in a wise way, specifically when it comes to financials. So we do a lot of reviewing of the church financials. We're, we're involved in that process. Um, so like an example, you know, let's say Steve, he's fired up. So he says, all right, I found this building and it's in the East End. It's, it's a million dollars. Nice. Go for it because you know, we need a building. By so faith. to the board say, hey, I, I want to get this building. It's a million dollars, but what do you think? And we probably, you know, think about it a little bit and faithfully pray about it and probably say, you know what, bro, I don't know if that's probably the right decision. We got to fast. <laughs> we got to fast. <laughs> we would consider it and we would consider any of that other information. Then we would communicate a recommendation to the leadership team. We are not making any decisions when it comes to the direction of the church. We are merely acting as a a resource for figuring out, okay, is this financially wise? Is this big sense? Are we protecting 
the church's resources. That also entails, you know, insurance. Are we covering ourselves for liability? We've got AJ on the board who's, who's really good with the insurance stuff, so he helps us out there. Um, we help with facilities. You know, Cher is on the board. She works here at US and she's done an amazing job really helping us secure facilities. So a lot of it is just using, you know, kind of our, our talents and resources to better serve the church. Um, and also be a resource to the leadership team. We meet, we are currently changing quarterly, so once every quarter of the year. We do have minutes, as we talked about, you know, the leadership team is taking minutes, we have minutes too. If anybody is curious about the minutes that we've taken so far, you can feel free to reach out to myself or our amazing Lourdes, who is who takes the minutes. Let's go, sure Lourdes. Everything looks good, and uh, thank goodness that she does it, not me, because it would be just a complete mess, but uh, yeah. What are minutes? Minutes, perfect. Uh, Come on, campus ministry, let's go. They are, they are, um, what's the word? They're a summary of what happened during the meeting. So, you know, we'll be talking about something, and, and whoever is taking the minutes will then type up everything that we talked about in a summarized version. It's not a word-for-word -word type of thing, but it gets the gist of what we discussed. And then it talks about any decisions that were made. If we make a motion to do something, it will record, okay, everybody, you know, this many people voted in favor of this, this many people were opposed to this, and then, it, then we communicate that through the minutes. Um, yeah, so that, that's what minutes are. We have those for anybody. We're also gonna be talking about, um, you know, at, at this point, and also just something to keep in mind is, in terms of a functioning board, this is fairly new for the church. We have had a paper board for a long time, but we're actually in the process of really having a functioning board. So we are very much open to input and ideas and feedback. We're trying to just figure some of this stuff out. So, you know, more to come, I guess, is my, is my thought process. But if anybody has any ideas or questions about the financials or what kind of things we talk about, again, there's the minutes. You can feel free to reach out to anybody who's, who's here. They, I would, you know, anybody here could speak to what we've talked about. Um, yeah, and if you have any, you know, questions, I guess you can come to me as well. Um, but yeah, I did want to open it up to any questions about anything. Yeah. So, so if I wanted to know how the Portland Church was doing financially or big picture, you're my guy. Or any one of these people are my guys. Actually, I would probably point you to, to Mr. Ignatius. Ignatius serves as the treasurer of the board. So Come on, Iggy. Okay. Iggy, you want to stand up just so we can get a clear look? The money man. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah, so 1350 
in terms of weekly, and that's based on you know the average from what we've collected over the past uh, year or so. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's what we need to hit to get self-supported. Again, for anybody who doesn't know what self-supported means, that just means that we can cover all of our expenses. That includes staff and facilities, and you know all the insurance, all the other good stuff that we need to that any church needs to function really um, in this day and age. So. So there's a current, in terms of what we're collecting weekly now, compared to where we need to be, we're about that 1350 range. There's some give or take there. But, um, so that would be per week, 1350 That's $1,350, not $13. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weekly shortfall. Lincoln. Yes, the weekly shortfall, yes. What are we giving per week average roughly now? Ooh, good question. So. Um, Let's see, we'll back into it. So I think we need somewhere in the realm of 3,300 a week. So if there's a gap of 1,350, we're in about that 2,000 2, range. Low twos, I would say, at this point. Um, but we are actually going to be uh, having a, a meeting this upcoming Saturday where we're gonna hopefully look at the 2022 financials year to date. And then that'll give us a better sense of where we're trending. Also, just to clarify too, we utilize a consultant that does a lot of the administrative functions for us. So we don't take care of all this stuff, you know, thank goodness, we're more of a, an oversight in that role. But we do have administrators that help us with the day-to-day -day operations of the church. And we'd be happy to give more information if anybody is interested in that. Um, yeah, any other questions or? Maybe just as an FYI, yeah, sure. Yeah, great point. Um, so Steve Smith runs uh, STS Consulting, and they are based out of Texas, I believe, although they have workers remotely throughout the country. Um, they've been helping us for quite a while now, and it's actually really great. Their, their kind of goal is to make it so that smaller churches like ours can have the same uh, leverage or, or resources as, say, a larger church without all the additional costs that come. So instead of having to hire out like a full-time finance person or a full-time this, this, or that, they really provide a lot of those resources for us. So it's a, it's a really great deal, and they're, they're great to work with. Um, but yeah, STS Consulting. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, let me know. Let any of those folks know if you have any questions Tim. or thoughts. Oh, yep. Um, because of the world's uh, state these days, um, is the board responsible for like COVID protocols, or is that uh, a church leadership thing? Uh, that, that, that has been. Uh, I'll speak to what it. Ha it hasn't been a board decision okay. as of right now. Um, the leadership team, and correct me if I'm wrong on that, but the leadership team has made determinations about how we move forward with that. That being said, if there was a situation um, in which there was some form of leadership team wanted guidance on, then the board could maybe advise on that. Okay. But um, yeah, the leadership team would be over that decision. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Cool. Well, thank you guys. Awesome. All board members, thank you for serving. You guys are awesome. And leadership team, thank you for serving too. You're awesome as well. Kingdom Kids. Thank you. You're awesome. Yeah.
The MVP. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Lena's coming up for round two. She was like, the board wasn't really my speed. <laughs> Wet, pray for no like muddy mess. Um, 
And yeah, again, the rain date would be the following Saturday. So, and anybody's welcome. If you have more people that you want to invite, um, just let me know. We'll make sure that there's plenty of eggs. Um, Amen. Amen. Now, I know some of us think Kingdom Kids is like the mafia. Once you get in, you can't get out. <laughs> and so there, there is a great deal of dread to even volunteer because you're like, if I put my name down, I'm stuck for the rest of the kingdom existence, right? <laughs> Guys, this is an important way to serve the church. Like legitimately, even if I didn't have Stephen and I wasn't on staff, I would totally be locked in for life with that crew. And I'm not even a kid's guy. Like, I like kids, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but I think there's something really profound that happens when you get to see children slowly but surely start to learn about Jesus, slowly but surely start to learn about community, and you see them grow up and then eventually get married. There's something special and powerful about that. So I'm just asking, guys, I'm, I'm going to fight hard. I can't make any promises, but we're going to try not to make it the mafia. <laughs> I can't make any promises. But we don't want it to be the mafia, but we need volunteers. This is really important, especially as some of our friends are coming out with their kids. Yeah. Like people, they, they, they won't know how, much, how awesome Jesus is sometimes if they feel like their kids wasn't taken care of. And so if we could set up a situation where kids can be taken care of, that would be so amazing, guys. And so thank you, Corinne, for organizing this and, and, and doing the good work. <laughs> We should get a shirt, Kingdom Kids is not the Mafia. So, you can get out one day. The Lord will call you home. All right, so we're not going to do any speaking parts here, but Bob is ahead of our ushering squad. You know, every, every um, Sunday morning, Lincoln carries the cross, not the cross, the sign. <laughs> he carries it to the front. Lincoln's getting stronger every week, man. But they're, they're, that's the whole ushering squad. I'm thankful for those guys. They make sure we have communion. They make sure you guys are welcome. Um, so thank you, Bob, for serving in that way. So if you have any questions, you said what? I just want to thank my ushers. Yes, a great team. So if you have any questions about ushering-related stuff, that's our, that's our guy. All right, so Lincoln announced this this past Sunday, but there is a crew of people who are a task force for community work. And I'm so grateful. Like our church, this is a huge part of the ministry of Jesus to be able to be a blessing. And there are a number of people on the task force who are making sure and encouraging our church to be able to participate in this work. So thank you, task force. I know some of you guys are here for the work you guys are doing. I'm so grateful. And Again, they said it on Sunday, but if you have any um, ideas on how they could serve, you could reach out and talk to the members on the task force. Lincoln being um, kind of the point person there. Media. Every time we put up Facebook Live and all the other stuff, Lyanne is on top of it. And so she played a huge role in keeping our fellowship connected online while we were going through the pandemic and the varying um, COVID scares. So thank you, Live, for that service. Um, and she's also kind of spearheading our, our new website design. So we're, we're in the work of changing up our website, and she's spearheading that work. She's fired up. Amazing. Thank you, sister. <laughs> Benevolence. I often get asked, what can we do to help someone? I, I need to say pray to Jesus and ask Lenny. <laughs> pray to Jesus. Ask Lenny. Um, Lenny is the point person for our benevolence, so if there are any needs in our fellowship, 
pray to Jesus, ask Lenny, and we can help that. And uh, is there anything you want to add about that? No? Cool. We're fine for now. That was such a main response. I love it. All right, so Sunday worship, sound and AV. So Jesse has been leading our worship on Sundays. Yes, Stephen, he has. Um, And I've been organizing the speakers for Sunday. And then we have this amazing AV team of Kendra. Sarah Joy is actually Sarah Connor. But I found out her first name is Sarah Joy. So I put it on. Well, Kendra put it on there, which is fired up. And then we have Jen Murphy, the one and only, the email sender. Um, so. And Juan and Ken. Ah, uh, Juan and Ken. How can I forget yeah, you, bro? Juan struggling over here. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, Juan. I'm sorry, bro. All right, man. Juan is always moving the mics and stuff like that. I see you, bro. I'm always grateful for that work. Um, But yeah, so that's the crew. So if you have, um, Jesse has shared on another occasion that he's open to input concerning worship. So please approach him. If you're enjoying worship, that's actually really helpful. Say, hey, I'm loving what we're doing here. That helps him organize worship. Um, If the slides are like going, too fast, that's probably me. If they're not going fast enough, that's still probably me. If you hear everyone, that means the sound crew is doing a great job. If you don't hear anybody, that means I'm doing a bad job. (laughs) Encourage our sound crew. You know how awkward it is? They feel every typo. And we don't have a lot of typos. But when typos happen, they feel it. They're shrinking in their seat. We just need to be like, amen. We'll do better. We'll grow. But amen. We're going to love up on them. If the internet falls apart, we're looking back at the sound crew like, you're still awesome. Like this past Sunday, they sat back there even though there was no internet and there was nothing they could do because they're fired up. All right. Any questions about anything we've covered? Again, please feel free to ask. There's nothing we're trying to hide. So if there's something burning in your heart like Steve, Fred. Amen. So if you're aware of someone, even in our fellowship, who is food insecure, or anybody you meet who you know they, they could use help, um, they can you know have talk to one of us or okay. they can go directly to the food pantry. But there's food available. No one should be no one should be s- stressed and hungry. Amen. Amen. That's good to know. Heather, then Connor. Gain a total of three more. 
Yeah, so there's three other people that have already volunteered. They already have like their um, spots that they volunteered for, and the one spot we're looking for is what I do on Sundays. Oh, one more. So one more. So basically, I come on. <laughs> she sent the emails. <laughs> I'm not looking for a volunteer. But, um, no, so basically, it's during service. Um, you're like running the slides, so you're running the um, the song slides. You're connecting with people online, trying to make them feel welcome, um, and you're doing a little bit with the video. Nice. Shout out to Jen for encouraging the church. Connor? Alright, so we're praying for 2022 to be just an awesome year. Let's say we, we round the corner in 2023, just a fired up year. We see growth in all these ways. We're blessed. Do you have any vision for any additional teams or any areas that you feel like could benefit from a similar kind of initiative? Is that is there anything right now that just comes to mind? As the fellowship grows, needs will grow, so there'll always be needs for more teams. Yeah. But it'll be based off of those needs. Mm -hmm. My answer. Um, I think of probably, I'll speak for myself, um, if anyone would like to take any of my roles, they're, they're more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> media, the media is wide open, so that, that's a catch of vision. Um, I don't know. Some other people there. So you heard it first. Help wanted media team. Uh, I have two things. First thing, uh, Connor, I believe a roommate of yours has an unofficial group. Come on. Yep. Yep. True. True. So can you share about that? So I can't share the full acronym off the top of my head, but our, 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 our lovely brother Justin is not going to let a day of this summer go to waste without getting you guys outside. So he's planning hikes, he wants to do camping trips, wants to take people skeet shooting, wants to just take people doing everything that is under the sun, foraging, scavenging. Uh, so that's really something in a way also, you get to see the entire state, just will take you anywhere, but that's also a dear way we can receive encouragement, we can explore God's nation, we can also encourage our brother Justin, we can try to put that together for a while, so you've been thinking to yourself, man, winter was tough, I've spent a lot of time inside. Uh, Justin is your man. Yeah. He will take you wherever to go. High intensity hikes, low intensity hikes, <laughs> medium intensity hikes. He has it all. You know, you know, you know, Justin. It's all Facebook. Gotta motivate that brother to, to use Facebook. He's the first. Nobody else is sending him on Facebook. Amen. Yeah. It's CBC ODC, Casco Bay Church of Christ Outdoor Club. Yeah. Nice. He's super <laughs> uh, and then the last thing, yeah. it's more like fellowship and things and last. Uh, we have a softball team for basically everyone on the team in the church. So uh, Cody's mentioned it before, a lot of other people have, but uh, we're going to be having games this summer. So even if you don't play, come cheer us on. What are the games? Monday nights. Monday evenings. And So we're trying to win championships in the kingdom, man.
We won three games last year. We're going for four this year. Raise the bar. Guys, we're going to announce Ronaldo moved in on Sunday again, but he moved in. Ronaldo, let's go. Ronaldo's fired up, brother from the Boston Church. Um, came here to love God and love people, man. So that's fired up. Thank you for your service, brother. Uh, any questions as we come in for a close? Ellen. There's a lot of possibility for that. Um, we can talk to the board about making sure we have those resources, and then it sounds like you're willing to volunteer, and so we got all the elements together, so it looks like we could do it. But that's fired up, yes. I love when people get fired up. Amen. But I'll talk to the board to make sure we have the resources. Um, going once, going twice. Good night, guys. Awesome.